This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Welcome to another episode of Paranormal Dads. I'm your co-host, Andy. I'm Eddie. I'm Pat. Join us as we go in search of the world's monsters, myths, and mysteries right here on Paranormal Dads. guys welcome to another episode yes uh, this one's a little bit special we, we have a uh it's special because we have a special guest we, we have do. melissa on with us hi melissa hello oh my goodness be thanks yes <laughs> be our guest put our paranormal to the test nah, nah, nah. see the ghosts <laughs> and aliens and they will do the rest <laughs> you know we've no. had we've had requests on uh social media to just let eddie go nuts with these songs they're like when are we going to get another eddie rendition of you know oh, eddie. Yeah. <laughs> a backstreet's back you'll you'll get that was kind of a paranormal music video though yeah backstreet yeah yeah, yeah kind of yeah anyway backstreet boys we're off I, to a good start i digress and since <laughs> we have four people here today we had to improvise because we don't have a fourth microphone stand today yeah so eddie actually is using two garden gnomes as a microphone stand we'll have to get a picture of this and post it on the facebook page yeah thanks for tolerating our weirdness melissa (laughs) and for agreeing to be on with us absolutely (laughs) we're just going to be snapping pictures of eddie this whole episode did you warn melissa ahead of time is my only question a little bit but i realized once she got here i really didn't give her any information it's other than it's a Weird podcast. We talk about ghosts and aliens and Bigfoot and stuff, and uh, that's pretty much all she knows. But well, there you go. <laughs> Welcome on board. Thank you. But I got to I got to chatting with Melissa, and her her segment's uh, going to come up last during the main mystery. But she uh, she shared some some stories with me, experiences that she's had, and, and my it gave me goosebumps. And my first thought was, hey, you know, I do this podcast with my buddies. You want to be on and share that story? And uh, thankfully, she agreed to it. So. She's going to be with us. That's as awesome. We, we appreciate having you. Yeah. Thank you. And we're going to power through all the segments before we get to main mystery. So as always, our first segment is recent sightings. And I'm up to bat with this one, guys. Ooh, here we go. All right. I got a doozy for you guys. So ever heard of Ogopogo? I've heard of it. It's been a while. Yeah. It's a lake, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, a, a, lake? Lake, it's a lake monster. No, a toy in the 1980s? Could be. Get around. Oh, that's a pogo stick. Ah. Pogo stick, yeah. So there's a humdinger of a sighting uh, recently. And this, this, I mean, it's all over the news because it it just happened yesterday, I believe. But uh, the video that I'm looking at is from globalnews.ca. And I think this was actually captured in Canada. A. A. Hey, you hoser. Was it a hoser? It probably was a hoser. (laughs) Sticking hoser. But this, this video is two minutes, 13 seconds. It is... Bar none, in my opinion, the, the most conclusive evidence ever for any lake monster, any lake serpent. Um, I think they're still trying to, you know, um, research it and study it a little bit more, but it seems genuine. Dude's out with the sun, uh, captures, well, this video is 2 minutes and 13 seconds. 
but his son's on like one of those standing paddleboard kind of deals and over in the corner you see all these wakes and waves almost like it's a serpent that has humps breaking the surface in like six or eight different spots and the caption just says uh, another new video has rekindled the age-old debate about british columbia's legendary lake creature an okanagan man says he has hard evidence that okanagan's lake ogopogo uh is more than just a myth and this it, it's just it's all over the place so Go check it out. I showed you guys, and your jaw just about hit the full. Yeah, floor. it was crazy. It's pretty yeah. pretty wild looking. It it, it, looked, yeah, it, go ahead. it it looked like it was all kind of when you see the humps coming through, it's it's kind of all working together. It's not like it's a line of seals or something yeah. popping up out of the water. Yeah, when you see like a pod of dolphins, look at that, I called it the right thing. Ooh, there, like there, that. There it's like a herd. Science. It's a herd of dolphins, Eddie. <laughs> Is that what it's called? It's a pack. I thought it was a pod. <laughs> Darn me. <laughs> I think you're right. Those are the things that kids eat now, right? Full of Dolphins? detergent. Yeah, no, <laughs> the, the Tide Pods. Oh, um, right. So the thing is, when you see a, a mini dolphins, it's, it's a plethora of dolphins, plethora? a plethora of dolphins Dolph- moving through the ocean. Um, you can see that they're, they're all moving independently of each other. There's, 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 there's singular movements happening as a group. Yeah. yeah. That's something that's one whole piece. It's a, it's a single animal. You can just tell. By the way, it's moving. <laughs> Just singing. Who's who's that? Fergie put that song. My humps, my humps, my lovely <laughs> lady humps, my ogo bogo lumps. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, now this is just sparking debate because people are saying it could be a cousin of something called a Zyglodon, also known as a Basiliosaurus. I just butchered that. But there it was an ancient species that went extinct 34 million years ago, and I'm thinking it's almost something that's you know, in a similar vein of like a plesiosaur or something like right. that, you know. Which they're saying Nessie possibly could have been. Yep, Loch Ness Monster. Right. Um, but this is all over the place. So the first, um, let's see. So another friend had his own experience, according to this particular article, the Shuswap Lake Monster, as, they, as it was known, in 2008. They did some research leading them to the legendary creature's uh, pet name. So, I mean, we're talking variations of Ogopogo, but, you know, right up there in the B.C. area. And it, whatever you're doing, if you're listening to this podcast, yes. stop right now, hit pause, Go find a, a YouTube video of this and and be prepared to have goosebumps. I mean, it, it looks like there's something there. I don't know what else it could be, because if it's not one continuous serpentine tail, serpentine tail, it would have to almost be like, you know, a, a group of sturgeon swimming like synchronized swimming. <laughs> it's moving in one big. Yeah. like that's the thing that gets me. Is like there's no. Like not not one of the humps is up while one goes down, and you know there's not one of them. It's like they're all just moving together at once. Well, yeah. post, post it on the website so you can go to paranormaldads.com and yep. we'll have a link there for the, go to the show notes for this episode and and check it out. There'll it's be a link. Cool. Click it. I'm. It just blows my mind. Uh, is the is the giant eel still thing a thing still in play as far as like Nessie and maybe even this is concerned? Is well, that that's a that's always a. It's always on the board. Uh, yeah, for for especially for Nessie, they say, "Oh, it could be an eel." Mm. Yeah, because they do have big eel. They have big sturgeon. Um, I don't. Th- I mean, don't quote me on this. I don't think they have eel in in British Columbia. Um, but some people call it an Ogopogo wave. Uh, and and it. I mean, in the video, at least, it breached uh, the surface of an otherwise calm lake. Um, so yeah. Uh, let's see. The the guy. Uh, 
involved said, we were the only ones on the lake that day. It was beautiful out. The lake was nice and shiny. Uh, the men said that it was 30 feet long and it circled to the beach where the water became turbulent. Um, the last sighting was right to the shoreline and it was just spinning and turning the water like a current there. Um, some sort of feeding frenzy it almost looked like. Um, I don't know. And, and it, what's also cool about this is unlike a lot of your you know, UFO sightings or Bigfoot sightings, the the video is is it's clear, mm -hmm. it's fairly close, and the dude's holding the his phone still steady and as a rock. God bless this man. He held his phone horizontal <laughs> so that thing, when yeah. you're looking at it on a computer screen, it's it fills the it's, whole screen. it's larger. It fills the whole screen as opposed to taking vertical video. So well done, sir. Yes, I've done this before. I'm proud. <laughs> Pat gives you Pat gives you two places. One of my pet peeves. Two thumbs. Holding the camera incorrectly when you're shooting video. <laughs> I don't know. So I guess, I mean, it's fresh. It's new. We'll have to kind of stick around to see if anything comes of this. It doesn't smell like a hoax. Um, but as far as, you know, I don't know. Then you, you're going to have, you know, Joe Fisherman out there kind of <laughs> kind of trolling the lake, seeing if they can catch it. You know, they're, right. you know the people are going to be out there with Throwing their... sticks of dynamite into the water. Yeah, there's <laughs> always that guy. I like to hope better for the Canadians. They're not doing that. They're, uh, I think they're a little brighter than us. I hate to admit it. They're they're throwing hockey sticks into the water. <laughs> hey! <laughs> um, my thought is, if this was a hoax, it would be incredibly difficult. If you look at the video and just watch it, it's, it's something that you would have to... Uh, even if you were to try to... You'd have to build something, essentially, to get it to do that, uh, it would seem. And some sort of submersible that you could control and have like a giant tail attached to. It just seems like sometimes these explanations of a hoax take more, sometimes it's almost easier to have it to be a, <laughs> a cryptid than to have it be a fake. Um, not saying that that's enough reason for it to be a thing, but it's just like, it's just odd. Faking that would be very difficult. You that also fake. need to have kind of the experts look at the video too to make sure it isn't CGI or something like that. You that's know, true. That's always, it, it's, since it's a new video, yeah. you know, it hasn't been scrutinized yet. And so you kind of have to... Take really everything basis. with a grain of salt right now. But like Eddie said, sometimes when you look at some of these really good uh, videos, that it would almost take more energy to hoax it than, <laughs> you know, it's almost more far-fetched to hoax it. On the, I think it was Travel Channel, there used to be a show called Fact or Faked. Mm -hmm. I think it was I called. It. Yeah. So they had a team of, like, journalists, videographers, paranormal experts, and they would take a well-known uh, video of a ghost or, you know, a UFO, what have you, and they'd try to recreate it. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes they could, but the conclusion was similar each time. It was like the amount of work, like they would spend a whole weekend trying to duplicate this, and they're like, it's just not worth it. Like, who would do that? I'd like to see that episode for the Patterson-Gimlin film. Yeah. I, I, you would think they'd probably cover that, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so many times people have talked about, you know, this is like the essential Bigfoot video that, that's right. out there and was produced in 1967 and people say back then you could not fake this in 1967 with the technology that was out there in costuming mm -hmm. you know it's just it couldn't be done right not only that but that famous piece of footage it was a female bigfoot and right. I, i'm sorry to say if you put you know breasts on this thing it's going to be even harder to fake yeah with, in a well and that's a detail that like why even come why up even with bother? that as a thing like, yeah not that right. you know it's just another if layer really it, why why would you do that yeah, yeah it just takes more work to 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 fabricate something like that yeah and then and then even further like i don't know we can get into the patterson <laughs> breakdown but yeah i just think yeah and even with cgi i mean there are some pretty impressive editing tools now but water i think has always been something that especially like 
from someone's desktop has been kind of a difficult thing to play with, like the water displacement stuff. Right. But it'd be kind of fun, like you were saying, Pat, like have someone break this down, have some experts start to see if there's – because they can even like start removing layers, can't they? Like reflectivity of the water and see if there's something even underneath and Probably. I'm all sure that stuff. Probably. tools for it. My goodness. There you go. That's hot and fresh, too. That's not it's, like. That's yeah. as recent as our recent sightings I've ever been. What more do you want? This <laughs> is like yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. I think it was yesterday. I, I lose track of it. was the 21st, so yeah, it was yesterday. Oh, wow. Nice. So, anyway, stay tuned. Ogopogo. There you go. It's time for pop, culture, and the paranormal. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about things you can buy on eBay that are relating to the psychic and paranormal. So um, if you ever are in the need of, of merchandise that is haunted, uh, possessed. Mm, um, why? <laughs> equipment you can use in a ghost hunt. You know, this eBay is a, is a place you can consider, not just Amazon. So. But uh, I'm just kind of doing a search for, for things, and the first thing on the list, the spirit of Martha, haunted porcelain doll, very active. Oh, does it say very active? <laughs> it does. <laughs> and uh, let's see, she's a very active lady, and since Martha is small, it's really easy to take her with you Places. Hmm. She's like a haunted Polly Pocket. She's a, she's a convenient... <laughs> screw, screw that. She's I'm a sorry. haunted Polly Pocket. That says she loves this. Um, so you get to, can take her to show and tell. Yeah, you can just take her out and show her around, take her out on the town. Um, let's see. Okay. <laughs> there, There is a disclaimer to indicate that eBay forbids the sale of intangible items and this listing is for only a tangible doll with no promise of spirit attached. Oh, good. So you can't be like, this doll's not haunted. You right. can't bring I, it back. I want a refund. Despite the fact it's entire This doll draw. just sits in my house and he doesn't move. So You said it was haunted. It didn't scratch me or anything. It didn't try to kill me once. How about a haunted wish-granting notebook? Oh. I know Eddie's big in the notebooks. He's always, he he's always he taking is. notes he's old and things. You know, well, we went on our, our Bigfoot ex- expedition. He gave each one of us a notebook. I did. Here, take some notes. So, uh, But this notebook has a star... Uh, star... Fay? Fay? F-A-E? What is that? Mm-hmm. Star Fay. Is it? Star Fay. F-A-E. Okay. Uh, it has a Star Fay spirit's name. Oh, is that like a fairy? I think Faye is a fairy. It will be summoned to serve you. Oh. So star Faye spirits are from the astral realm, and they travel between realms. Uh, a star Faye spirit is conjured and openly bound to this beautiful book. So you can basically write your wishes in the book, and your wishes will be granted. Okay. So, so hardcore truth time. If you could write a wish... Into a Starfay enchanted notebook pad. <laughs> what would you write? I would write, I wish I had $60 to pay for this book I just bought on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Andy? Sorry, I got I was I was busy Googling the meaning of Faye, and then he beat me to it. Yeah, it's a fairy. It's very, basically a fairy. In French, the meaning of the name is fairy anyway. 
and it alternate means confidence, trust, belief. Oh. Um, what was the question? If I could grant you could one write wish? anything into a, a star fey enchanted notebook, hmm. what would it be? Just one thing. Could be silly. I want to. Uh, I want to. You know those ball pits that we had at like when we were yeah, kids, like, like, like cheese like or whatever. Yeah. 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 So I want one of that, like the size of an Olympic swimming pool, and I just want to spend all day in there. <laughs> there you go. And have people feed me pizza occasionally. It's kind of like better. a float session, except on it, plastic it, balls. Yeah. Well, plus, I mean, you can't really go to Chuck E. Cheese and jump in there, or else you get strange looks and yeah, or you to leave. Yeah. or pink eye. Yeah, or pink eye. <laughs> That's a guarantee. <laughs> you might get a needle in your foot. But. Ah, I would wish for a coat adorned with Kevin Costner action figures from head to toe. <laughs> oh my God, like just hanging like Christmas ornaments, but all like every not a square inch of this coat. <laughs> before the coat of many Costners. <laughs> before we started recording. Eddie has this. What is it? A Batman. Bat. He has a bat. Naturally, a Batman lunchbox here in the here in the man cave. And he, he he went around and he asked me and Pat and Melissa. He said, "Guess what's in here?" <laughs> <laughs> and all of us are dead wrong. Who who would have guessed ten Kevin Costner action figures? Right. Uh, <laughs> Duh. Expect the unexpected. <laughs> it was unexpected. It, Melissa, if you could have a wish granted, and any Starfay wish, enchanted <clears throat> notebook. Yep. Naturally, by Starfay. Hmm. It's not very interesting, really, but financially, I'd have my tuition paid off. There it is. No. Hey. Go. Just take care of that, please. Terry, thank you. <laughs> Let's buy that book. Let's put that book's cost right now. This is 60 <laughs> well, divided yeah. by four. Hey, 60 bucks. It could be a bargain. Right that grants there. one wish. It's a good investment. Let's yeah, do that. No kidding. <laughs> okay, I'll do. Uh, what is it? How do you, on eBay, how do you buy stuff? Like, buy now, isn't it? There's you, a buy now. You, you click the buy now link. Do it. Do it buy now. Uh, yeah. So, moving on, we have uh, a Wicca priest, priestess evil voodoo doll. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> it's haunted and active. Um, Does uh, active mean like it like gets up and has a whole workout regimen? Well, or is it you more know, like I think it's... <laughs> it does haunted stuff is the way I... Okay, you know, I'm with I you. Take it. it's, um, this voodoo doll is authentic, individually handmade by the witches of the coven of Rosen... Who are witches by birthright. By birthright. <laughs> it's a handmade. It's handmade. That's creepy. I don't know what. Uh, it kind of looks skin. like it's handmade, too. <laughs> Human air and skin. Uh, they no! have, uh, this is the real deal, and each doll has unique paranormal dark arts personality, and there are no two alike. So kind of like a Cabbage Patch Kid for the paranormal. Kind of. <laughs> It has a little signature on its rear end. <laughs> Wiccan princess. Wiccan princess voodoo doll. So, uh, I don't want it. Uh, moving on, we've got uh, it's a PPS hmm. B7 spirit box Ooh. with a orbital speaker. So this is like if you watch any of the ghost shows, like I spent most of my Friday night last night. Well done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they carry it around, and it it's kind of makes a white noise as they're carrying it around. All of a sudden, like a word will, will come out. Oh, like yeah. It uses, that, it uses that white noise to kind yeah. of carry it. Yeah. Supposedly, the white noise will give the spirits power that they can drain from that, that I see. noise. So. Uh, yeah, that's running about ninety bucks though. So it's those little... are those are scary. I've I've messed with one before on an investigation, uh -huh. and the scary part is when they go quiet for you know like an hour or two on end, and then just out of nowhere it'll be like I see you, and it, and it <laughs> nice. is kind of that like you know 
kind of a robotic it voice. It is very robotic, and it startles you because you forget you're, you even have it on. Right. right. Yeah, and then it's like, what? Or <laughs> if it mentions something like you're doing, you know, like if you're, which which I, I've heard of cases like that too, so it won't say anything for like an hour, and then, you know, somebody opens up a bottle of water and it'll just randomly go like, drink, you know. So I don't know, they're creepy, man. Uh, I'm more of a fan of the uh, PSB6. <laughs> has more has more USB ports. <laughs> uh, let's see here. <laughs> um, here's a, another haunted doll. It's it's kind of cool because it looks just like uh, who, who's that guy? Is that uh, Charlie? It looks like um, uh, what's his name? Not That's Charlie not Chaplin. Tra- That's no, uh, a... Gar. Um, uh, help me. Show, show, show Melissa. She she knows. That is. Um, I thought it was Nikola Tesla. Like, it looks like Freud. Is that no? No, no, it's uh, Groucho Marx. Groucho oh, Marx. Oh, my brain. Oh, my brain. It's so so it, it's basically a haunted Groucho Marx doll. Okay. Oh, I mean, what more could you want for Christmas? I mean, I could come up with a couple things like this. <laughs> I'm not super familiar. He had, it was a Groucho TV show. Groucho Marx had like a cigar. Yeah, he, had a, so, he, he was like a comedian. And, yeah. Comedian, okay. That's the craziest thing I ever heard. He was on one of the Marx Brothers. It was like a trio of comedians. It was Groucho, Harpo, and... Beppo? Is it Beppo? Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) Confidence. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, just tons of haunted dolls. They've got a lot of rings, too, like good luck rings, rings that are supposed to bring you luck. Um, I've watched Lord of the Rings, man. I know better. I've watched The Ring, the movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you won't sleep for a week. Yeah, no thanks. Some of these rings will bring you luck in, let's say, the bedroom. What? uh, Yeah, that kind of thing. So it's uh, all kinds of interesting things on eBay. Like they help you fall asleep. Faster? So here, here's another thing. It's called a V pod, uh, a REM pod. It's a paranormal detector, and I've seen this, saw this last night on some of the ghost shows. And it's basically like a box that has the lights around the top of it. It's like a round box, and it has an antenna that is supposed to, um, I guess, detect the spirits or something like that. Um, Looks pretty but, but, else, but right? it's, it's basically you can ask the ghost questions and then lights will blink and it'll make noises and stuff and for yes no type questions. And oh, cool! They use those on a lot of those uh, ghost shows. I've seen those on. I would like to, and this would be like probably the most boring episode ever. But I'd want to get into like the uh, the tech on how some of these things are like purported to, to like work. I don't like, think it would be boring. I mean, like crack that sucker open. Right? Is it, is it all like electromagnetic field? Is it? You know, is it all voodoo? Is it full of I candy? One, one of the... It's like a pinata. Is it full of Costner action figures? You can crack <laughs> it open. One of the more famous EMF detectors, it's like an electromagnetic frequency detector that's supposed to work for ghost hunting. Uh, there's a guy who built it. It's American-made, and it's um, he's got a website, and there's quite a bit of detail on mm. how it's supposed to work. So just just do a search for EMF detector ghost hunting and and you'll probably find that site and learn more about it there you go well little spoiler alert here in in a few weeks time a couple months maybe uh uh, yes we're doing a little paranormal road trip and uh we're we're doing an on-site kind of episode and pat was talking about getting some new fancy equipment for that for that journey weren't you pat i was and not only did he talk about it not (laughs) only did i talk about it well here's the weird thing See, I'm I'm looking at. Uh, I was looking at one of these EMF detectors, and they they run around fifty bucks, something like yeah. that. And uh, so I'm watching this show, and 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 I'm and 
they have a few shots where it's close enough that I can actually see the model number and stuff. So I'm looking up the model numbers of all these gadgets and looking at them on Amazon. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get this one. I want to get this. But I didn't think I actually pulled the trigger on it. And this morning I woke up and it says, your EMF detector is on its way. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I don't even remember buying it. So he was meant to buy this thing because it sucked. Were you having a glass of wine? Because well, that's, that's a thing now. That was my first question. Like people, it's, it's, it, well, it's a family show. But anyway, people have a few drinks and order right. things online, and then they have buyer's remorse the next morning. It's a thing nowadays. Well, I think that was probably some, probably more the case than if like it was some kind of a specter who ordered it for me. Yeah. I don't so know. What if we're destined to go on this trip, guys? <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um, so, I, but it arrives tomorrow, so I'm really excited. <laughs> However, <laughs> do we want to give some people some details on this at all? Sure, they want to show yeah, up yeah. for it. Uh, it'll be September 7th. So it's a couple months away. A couple months away. Uh, in Grand Island, Nebraska. So if you live near, around, or are willing to make a road trip, please come out. Uh, we will be there as part of a, gr- a group thing called the Grand Minicon where we'll be there with some fellow podcasters and comic book creators and artists. And then there's going to be a free showing at that movie theater. And that movie theater is gorgeous. It is straight out of like 1955. And it's also haunted. And it is haunted. I just went down into the bowels of that building and it is creepy. And the, there's been purported experiences, people seeing, you know, uh, full body apparitions, hearing voices. I mean, you run, it runs the gamut. And so we were cordially invited by the uh, the one of the um, the board of uh, regents on the theater and also the organizer of the convention to come and do a legitimate paranormal dad's ghost hunt and we will be doing that uh, after the convention after the film oh that day with the film the film will be the Goonies a free Which has, yeah. has some yeah. scary parts yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. yeah a free showing of the Goonies uh, for anyone to show up uh, the movie is free but the uh, concessions are not uh, but beyond that. There's going to be a uh, we'll be doing a closed ghost hunt, uh, but we will be sharing the video and all the fun stuff that we find. Sure, and it's going to be fun. Yeah, we're going to be Scooby Doing it all over that place, I know. bumping into each other. <laughs> so oh, stay God. tuned for more details. We'll get on yeah, the cryptid bus and roll up to Grand Island. It's going to be great. Load up the cryptid bus, but yeah, so stay is, tuned. Do you what's the name of that theater? The Grand. It is the Grand. The okay. Grand. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, very cool. So stay tuned for details on times, but I think it's going to be roughly around like 10 o'clock a.m. to about 4 or 5 o'clock p.m. for the convention. And then I think the film starts around 6. And then when the film's done, we are ghost hunting. We get to take it over. Yeah. We have the whole theater to ourselves to... <laughs> is it no. just the three of you then? It's the three of us. We'll have some people sitting at a base camp, so it'll probably be like I think a grand total of like six, seven people. Um, we'll have some people up up in the lobby with a base camp, air quotes. And then and we're then, gonna get a cheap motel room for the night and get some good sleep before coming back. And I know you two. I swear to God, if we get a room with two beds, you two are gonna be spooning again, just like yeah, <laughs> It's what we do. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the cabin. There's only two beds. You know what? We're not proud men. Paranormal yeah. dads need need to stay warm. It's better than sleeping in a tent. <laughs> <laughs> but well, and we'll be going with some really good equipment, thanks to Pat. Yeah. So, well, enjoy some of those haunted dolls and and uh, gizmos and gadgets if you're brave enough to uh, search eBay for them. So, well, good good uh, pop culture there, Pat. All right. Woohoo! And now it's time for the main mystery. <laughs> All right, here we are, main mystery, 
and this has been this has been a couple months in the making. I feel the hardest part, I think, was waiting because we picked this date. Yeah, where Melissa was going to come be a part of our show, and uh, it's, it's finally here. Yeah, you think it's hard getting the three of us together? <laughs> and then try, trying to add a fourth person is even more difficult. But yeah, uh, and she's a paranormal mom herself. I mean, in a way, you have how many kiddos? Uh, four boys. Nice. Oh my oh God! Yep, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. You look well rested. You're not. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, what's the age range of all four of them? Um, six to fourteen. Jeez. Okay. So and that and that's that's like that's like whole species in and of itself oh, yeah. is like what they call them uh, boy moms. You know, like my sister's part of this group. She has two boys, and I could take a special human being to raise that much testosterone <laughs> under one roof. You know? Yeah. Well, just ask Eddie about raising three girls. Three girls. <laughs> There's, yeah, it definitely makes you realize that men are just as they are because I see it with my boys. Like this, yeah. this is just the way you all are. And I think it's almost next level because boys are gross, aren't they? We're gross too. I mean, yeah, men, <laughs> men are gross too. I just picked my nose with a garden gnome before we even started. Um, boys break things. I have a picture to prove that also. Oh, you yeah. do. It's mm-hmm. okay. Nice. I'm, I said I'm not a proud man. Check out the Facebook page. Check out our Facebook. What does Eddie do with his garden gnomes? Yeah, no, having all of a certain gender of a kid is interesting because you get no, like I grew up in a big family with boys and and a sister. (laughs) So at least we saw some glimpse into some of that stuff. But then as a parent, oh man, yeah, it's interesting. Pat's got the balance going. He's got the boy and the girl. One and one. Yeah. 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 So you get to see both sides. And and Eddie's got one daughter. So there's one daughter. I mean, so combined with all three of us, we're working with, uh, well, between us paranormal dads, we have uh, five five girls and one one boy. One becoming a young man. Is is my math right? Yeah. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Five girls and one boy. Yeah. 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 Colton's the only boy. Paranormal uh, lad. Yeah. And then Melissa shows up and throws all this, (laughs) evens the tables. And then you show up with with your four boys. That is great, though. 16 to 4, you said? 14, uh, 6 to 14. 6 to 14. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's amazing. That's a good range, though, he seems like. like, I bet you the 16 year old probably plays. 14. 14. Why am I doing that? (laughs) It's the the gnome. I put him too far on my nose. (laughs) Tickled your brain. I touched my brain. The 14 year old plays with the 6 year old, I bet you, quite a bit. I hope. Yeah, well, they're all they're all so different, but then they each have like qualities that are similar. So it's actually the fourteen year old and the eight year old are more like with their like Minecraft oh, and nice. building and Legos and stuff like that. So they're more connected, and then the other two are more athletic and yeah. It's That's cool that they have a buddy. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, sectioned off and formed teams. My, my mom is one of eleven kids, oh. and I mean after a while, like the older ones just start raising the younger ones, and the you know parents just keep making more offspring, and it becomes a self-sustaining system. <laughs> sort of <laughs> until one of the kids is like, "Forget this mess, I'm done. I'm going rogue." <laughs> but awesome to have a paranormal mom on board, and you know I, I think with anything, you know when we're talking about eyewitness accounts, credibility goes a long ways. And, you know, when, when we got the chat in, Melissa, and you were telling me about some of your experiences, which I was honored to hear because, I mean, they're personal and they're important to you. And, and, and my first thought was like, it's like, you're, you're a firefighter, for God's sake, among other things. I mean, do you want to talk a little bit about what you do? And you're going back to school, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, I'm a paramedic and a firefighter. Um, I was in the military as a uh, medic and... I'm also a photographer, but um, and an artist. Uh, yeah, I like to paint and do poetry and stuff. There's <laughs> a Renaissance woman right here. She's not bored. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going back to school to get my master of social work, 
master's degree in social work. So yeah, it's so, busy. I mean, yeah. That'll keep you plenty busy. And, um, but you know, cre- credible is, is my point down to earth. You, you struck me as a down to earth, sincere person, which I think is everything when you're talking to people who deal with the paranormal, um, because I think like anything else, you, you know, you, you can't always take someone's word at, at face value, mm-hmm. you know, it depends on their character and, um, but one of your stories, and I don't know which one you want to begin with, cause there's a couple different, but there's a kind of a common theme of, um, you know, things that have to do with, uh, you know, phenomena that's not from around here, you might say. So where where did it all begin? Canada again. Canada. <laughs> you can never get away from that place. It's kind of weird to me because when I look back and think, when I like reflect on it too, I even remember being before the storm about to tell when I was a little, little girl. I remember like going on road trips with my family and going through like the woods or the wilderness and just being really scared at night and like wanting to hide underneath the backseat of the car and just being afraid of what's out there. Um, but I never had any like idea of what I was afraid of necessarily. But, um, the first thing that happened for me was when I was probably 13 or 14 and, um, I was in bed one night, um, and I woke up and I just remember lying there and I could just sense that there was something standing next to my bed to the right of me and I could just feel it. I could just feel it looking at me and I was too afraid to turn and look. Um, but I made a game plan in my head and I just remember lying there and saying, okay, you're going to count to three, grab your pillow and run out the door. And then as soon as you get out the door, go in mom and dad's room and their room was directly adjacent to my room. So I counted to three, grabbed my pillow, booked it out the door and then slammed the door. And now I'm like catching my breath and thinking, okay, next step is mom and dad's room. But then I was, well, they're they're I'm 13, 14. I can't go lay in bed with them. So... Then I decided I would go down the hallway and go to the living room and lay on the couch and go to bed there. So I went and laid on the couch, and the way that the couch was, I could look back down the hallway, and there was this dim light that was shining down the hallway. And so both of the bedroom doors were, you know, down the hall. Um, And then the next thing I remember is my door opening and these, like, creepy fingers grabbing the... um, the door frame and just kind of wrapping themselves around the door frame and then the typical big big eyed alien just kind of appeared around the corner of the door and stared at me and i was terrified and Obviously. i <laughs> i think eddie's having a eddie's stroke face. over here <laughs> do you want to hold my hand buddy i'm having an aneurysm hold my hand oh andy tell me i know right Dude, it's, it's, okay. it's scary. scary and so then i was like trying to scream but i couldn't scream because i was terrified and it was like a like a like it couldn't i couldn't get it out but i was trying to scream for my mom and the next thing I know, it does come out, and it comes out in this, like, garbled, like, type of uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. sound. And now I'm back in my room, and I'm lying on my bed, and I'm frozen, and I can't move. I'm trying to, like, get out of my frozen state, and I'm lying on top of my sheets, which is the part that freaked me out because I was under my, sh- my covers before, and now I'm lying on top of them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, that terrified me, and after that, I literally slept with the lights on in my room for probably a year or maybe two. I think anybody would have. Yeah. 
Um, My God. Yeah. <laughs> that is insane. I, oh, sorry. I have, so much, I have so much to say. So you said it was the typical face, big eyes. Um, mm. Was it dark? Was it so dark? Could you see any color on the on the creature? Um, from what I recall, it's just like the lighter grade looking, big, big eyes. Was um, it fairly tall or short? It wasn't remember? tall. It was short. This is the part that gets me. And this is something I can share with you, too. Is I mean, we've talked about this before. Is The part about that gets me is that you got up. And that's the part I think that the whole sleep paralysis thing, and I get it, memory works weird, but the fact that you got up, left your bed, went to a different place, that's a lot of movements. That's a lot yeah. of blood moving. That's a lot of breathing that happens. I mean, you're awake at that point. Right. And then you lay back down, and then you saw mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like you were paralyzed in bed and couldn't move. You got up, locomoted. Made a plan, yeah. <laughs> you know, thought it, thought it through. Like, I can't crawl in mom and dad's bed. And then you saw this thing peek out of your room. One of the creepy things about the story, too, is that bedroom that I was in, my older, I have three older sisters and an older brother. And one of my oldest sisters said that when she was younger and had shared that room, that she had a similar experience, except that she felt like there was like a demon in the closet, and she was terrified of the closet all the time. So, mm. where is this? Where did you in Millard? Down? Yeah, okay, hundred fifth and Q area, just a normal home. So, um, so at that point, you almost have to wonder: was it something about that room, or is it something that runs in the family? Right, and. I, I mean, I've heard a lot of cases that would lead me to believe that it, uh, abductions and abduction type um, experiences and just sightings of weird lights in the sky, it does tend to run in families mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, yeah, and that's, that's the other thing. You woke up on top of your sheets. Mm-hmm. Almost like, was it like you just came to and like, oh, hey, I'm in my room again. Why am I on top of my sheets? Was it just like a realization that you had been transported almost? or um, I just remember seeing the alien, trying to yell for my mom, and then the garble when it finally came out, now I'm on my bed again. And it's, I was on top of my sheets and that part freaked me out. Like when I considered everything that had happened... Like just, how did I get why here? am I why am I on because I I think I thought to myself was that a dream mm-hmm. did I just have the scariest nightmare of my life yeah but then I thought well why am I on top of my sheets why am right. I on top of my bedspread and not under them if I was dreaming why wouldn't I be under my bed yeah so I mean that's yeah so yeah that's why I kept my lights on at night because I was just terrified <laughs> my goodness. and then movies came out fire in the sky came out oh, that Jen. movie scared the <laughs> Scared me. Scared me. Yeah, it would have been right around the same time ish. Yeah. 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 So, like, I, are we talking about like 94, 95, 96, something like that? Yep. Because no. it would have been 90, well, 93 was my freshman year. So, um, yeah. it would have mm-hmm. been 90, yeah, 80. I don't even know. It's right around then. But if, for anyone who doesn't know, if you really want a scary uh, alien abduction movie, yeah. it's called Fire in the, Fire sky. In the sky. Mel Basically. Gibson, is it? No, um, that was, uh, that was kind of unknown. Well, that was Science. 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 But, okay. but Fire in the Sky was based on a true uh, incident in the Pacific Northwest of a lumberjack group of guys who saw a craft. Travis Walton, one of them, went missing after the, the group saw him got beamed 
by a, you know a ray of light from a craft and mm-hmm. then he went MIA for a few days and turned up I think it was like almost like naked in a phone booth or something according to the movie storyline but mm-hmm. yeah you, you you have your own experience and you watch something like that I mean there's a, would there almost be an element of PTSD after that I think so because I was so afraid anything alien related just creeped me out like it mm-hmm. terrified me and then um, the movie Independence Day came out, and I was a little older then. And for whatever reason, that movie helped me, like, because we fought back the aliens yeah. and we won. And so he punched one. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, maybe there's a possibility that if something were to happen, like, I don't know why, but in my you know teenage head, it helped me. It was empowering in a way. Huh. Yes. Well, so Will it, Smith too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aliens to Earth. are coming. You get <laughs> welcome to Earth. <laughs> Smack. And and uh, Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Yeah, you need him to be president. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, not to pry too deep, but did you did you run this by your folks at all, or were you it's like, I know better than? Funny this? because recently on Netflix there was that new documentary that came out. I don't know what it's called, but it's it's like real footage, and there's a scene in it. If you do, you remember we talked about it? Yeah, I think it, you're referring to um, extraordinary, the Stan Romanek story. I don't where know, there's an alien face in the window? There's a scene in there okay. where the alien peers around and looks at him. And I was at home alone watching this, yeah. and I was terrified again. And I think I may have even cried a little bit. And I called my parents. Like, I'm an adult woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I called my parents, and I told them what happened. And I'm like, well, my dad specifically. And I, well, I asked him because I really love my dad, and I, he's a very intelligent person, and he's always said, like, it would be crazy to think that we're not alone in the universe. And so he's always talked about the, you know, UFOs and um, the idea that we're not alone. And so I asked him, you know, do you think this could have happened? And he was kind of like, why did you not tell me? Like, when that happened, why did you not tell me? And he was kind of mad at me, or I, he just seemed shocked that I hadn't told him, but I don't think I told him. Mm-hmm. So, Isn't that weird? Because, yeah. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure if it was real, you know. I, I right. didn't know. Yeah. And that's Where do you start when you, yeah. Of, yeah. Oh, by the way. Oh, by know, the way, I saw. At, at, over breakfast the next morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, has anyone else in the family had any, um, aside from your sister thinking there is something kind of evil presence in the closet, have they had any extraterrestrial experiences? I want to say that my grandma may have, that my dad may have meant, and this is my, yeah, so my dad's mom, that sure. she, I want to say that he had mentioned at one time that she had said something, but I haven't dug into that, and I kind of want to now. I don't know why I didn't think to. Yeah. But... So, again, it tends to run in families, and, and I think paranormal in general does because, you know, you you take the can off, you know, the, the lid off that can of worms and you start asking other family members. You might be surprised, you know, you listener uh, to our show, you might be surprised if you share your experience with a family member. They might have their own, you know, yeah. and everyone's just kind of too shy to bring it up in the first place, but... Um, don't start your first day of work off that way. No. <laughs> Get to know your coworkers. Then share the ghost stories. I learned that the hard way. Yeah. Just saying. Well, you're, you are the oddball at the office, aren't you, Eddie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but a lot of your buddies there listen, though. They listen. Yeah. You know, and I mean, then this is not to get off, I don't get too, too off subject, but this is where, yeah, you, sh- you should share your stories. Share them appropriately. But I mean, the thing is, you never know who you're going to help and who you're going to connect with and be able to kind of make them not feel like they're alone. Because, I mean, I have had coworkers who have been like, I felt I got grabbed one day, and someone's like, that happened to me. And it's like the person I never would have guessed said that. So mm-hmm. it's just it's, it's good that you're sharing in a way. Well, just a year ago, you and I were sitting at the table at O Comic Con, and it was amazing. We sat there for oh. two, three days, 
how many people came up and shared stories with us. Right. Just really. Willy-nilly. Yeah. yeah. Stories you wouldn't, be, you know, normally think someone would come up and tell you. Yeah. But um, they were very open to share their experiences. It was yeah. really cool. It's cool. Um, so, But your experiences didn't, didn't stop, stop there, it sounds like. <laughs> it so. didn't. So you had yeah. an experience, and I, I, you know, I don't know what even the protocol is for this, how much you can share, but you had an encounter while you were in, uh, like in the military, what branch of military were you in? Um, I was in the Army Reserves. Okay. So, so it was during basic training. Basic training. In Do Fort you want to kind of, what state did this take place in? Um, it was Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. Okay. And we were doing our week out in the woods. Um, and I was a squad leader, so I was in charge of like keeping track of my, my row, basically, in the platoon. And so everyone was sleeping, and I was up, and I was counting everybody in their little foxhole that we dug. But anyway, mm-hmm. um... I was standing there, and I think I, I don't know, I just noticed in the sky this bright light. And if you think of, like, the entire spans of the sky, it started, like, like shooting across the sky. So it would start at one point, and then basically it would make the shape of a triangle, and the light would just go from one end of the sky and then across the sky, and then it would stop, like, stop on a dime. Is that the right term? Yeah, yeah. And then it would go down and then stop and then it would go back to the original point and it was making like this triangle in the sky but the speed of it and the the way it stopped so quickly it was like impossible in my mind for it to be anything man-made um and so i woke up this girl named bailey who was you know right next to me and i woke her up bailey bailey wake up look at this look at this and so she got up and she was like oh my you know so she was witnessing it also and then i was like okay this is a ufo so I broke chain of command because I was supposed to contact a platoon guide first, you know, with the radio. And instead of doing that, I just went right right to the drill sergeant. And I got on the radio and was like, drill sergeant, I think I see a UFO. And he he cussed at me and told me to shut up and get off the radio, you know, and like, and I was like, okay. (laughs) And so here I am watching this thing. So meanwhile, it comes back to the to the highest point that it had been in the sky. And then below it, there was another beam of light that stayed so the bright white light at the top stayed then there was another light below it that beamed on and it stayed and then another one below that beam and then another one below that beam so there were three lights that were not quite as like in a vertical straight down vertical yep and equal distance but not equal like from the white light to the first one that was a little more of a distance than the other three anyway so the three bottom lights were probably like a more muted color, not quite as bright as that main light. And then they just turned off, and then that top light just shoo, right out of the sky, just gone. How how fast was it gone? Uh, I mean, it was impossible. Like a plane, you see a plane in the sky, and it's you know just kind of right, moving right. along, or a satellite. Yeah. yeah. This thing was like shoo, covering just the whole. whole Sky. Yeah. yeah. Your like, entire field of vision from one yes. spot to another. Boom, boom. Yes. Boom, it was boom. crazy. It was too, it was impossible. Yeah. So then, meanwhile, my drill sergeant marched over to where I was and was like, okay, tell me what you saw. <laughs> and so I told them, and he's like, we see all kinds of crazy expletive out here. He's like, yeah. And then he just brushed it off. And because I wanted to know, like, right. is that, do you see that kind of thing out here? But isn't that funny? And we've talked, and this is the yeah. part, I, I, every, just, I'm a broken record. I'm a broken Every time. We got bills to pay. Get back to thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, 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 we reset back to the normal so quickly. Mm. It's like, whatever. Yeah, it's weird. Moving on. 
Yes. You know, and, and, and I just go, I just, why? Like, why? I, I get it. I get it. Like, tomorrow we still got to get up. Still got to do the things we have to do. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're here for a reason. We have a mission. All this stuff. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't change the fact you saw a thing do what it did. Yes. Yes. So and he, I've... He kind of insinuated that they do see things out there all yeah, the time. We see we see crazy... Poop, poop, poopy, stinky poo, in the sky. Poop in the sky. This grizzled guy chomping on a cigar, missing an eyeball. We see, we see crazy poo poo out here all the time. That's the sequel to Fire in the Sky. Poo poo in the sky. So it has a lower budget, right? (laughs) Wow, that's that's insane. Oh my gosh. Um, So when you saw that. Did some of what you experienced as a kid start to kind of come back to you too as you're watching this? Are you like, no, okay. no, it did. I mean, that was always with me. Like, it's always bothered me, and I've always wondered about it. Like, was that real? Was that not real? Did that happen? Was I abducted? Was I not? I don't know. You know. Right. And so, but the seeing the UFO to me was less terrifying. Yeah. It was less personal. Right. Part of me was like, are they following me out here? That's what I was going to get at. Are like, they, did, like, did keeping you feel track like in of me? some weird way was this a, right. a you thing? Well, and the other part, the other thing I thought, think about is like, okay, so I joined the military and then I joined the fire department. Is part of this my own like way of keeping myself safe because right. I have to be somewhere for 24 hours at night. They can't come get me if I'm, you know, yeah. Yeah. I have to be doing my job. So. You're surrounded by yeah. <laughs> like I got responsibilities. Yeah, you can't you take can't. me. <laughs> too important to this I world. I got lives to save. I think we all know a couple people we wish they would take yeah, and, right? and not bring back. But oh, There's a really cool show. It's actually a fairly new show on, I, I want to say it's History Channel, but it's about like UFOs and stuff. And it's uh, basically follows the the guy who was the head of the. It's kind of like the Pentagon's UFO Project Blue Book. Well, it wasn't pl- Project Blue Book, but it was something very recent. He he recently left his position and he kind of went that. out off on on his own. We talked about it when we were talking about that San Diego sighting where the it was that agency F eighteen. Yep, that was and there was recently. like a secret agency that studied UFO O's, and now this guy has. A show that he's doing, and, oh, wow. and they're investigating this, and he's got a lot of, you know, uh, former politicians and some pretty, you know, major oh, people it working. Was a senator, with yeah. That who, documentary yeah. is called Un- um, "Unacknowledged." Yeah, or unexplained, or something uh, like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a few of them out there. The, but, there is one with uh, Doctor. Greer, I think it is unacknowledged, and it does kind of touch on. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's it. And it touches on a lot of different, you know, congressmen, senators who like publicly were like, "Yeah, this this is happening. We've known about it for decades. Cover ups galore." Um, but but they had interviews with the fighter pilots who saw these things out around San Diego, and and you were talking about the speed of what you were seeing, and that's exactly what they were saying. It's like you know, it's impossible that something man-made could have moved that fast, you know? Yeah. So it's... And if there's a living entity inside of there, the speed at which they're stopping, your organs would be squished. (laughs) Yeah. Like, due to inertia. You you can't decelerate like that with a living being as we know it inside, unless you have a... Is that what you're thinking, Eddie? Well, it's funny you should go there because the most recent episode of Ancient Aliens, season 12, everybody. (laughs) How big is that guy's hair now? (laughs) It's so good. It's even bigger than... (laughs) (laughs) Um... His hair has hair. That's where we're at. His hair has its own hairstyle. Um, 
There, the whole episode was dedicated to that Navy pilot footage that was just recently featured in Time Magazine and also right. Newsweek, and it's actually being discussed in some like not not just you know other pop, uh, publications, but like quote unquote real 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 big ones. And they're showing this Navy airplane um, video footage captured of this UFO zipping all over the place. And they're watching it, and the, the pilots are commenting, kind of like exactly what you said. The, the velocity and the maneuvers, if you had a, 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 a – forget human. If you had an organic pilot in there and they had organs, they would turn, they'd would be turning to liquid by how fast this thing is moving around. And they had a literal – I said they, I hate, but whatever. Um, they took this video and had astrophysicists and aeronautical engineers and all sorts of people watching this. And what they observed – this is where it gets nuts. Uh, the, the episode is called Element 115. And it ties into that Bob Lazar um, special, which is also another movie that's out. But the idea is that there's a, there's a new element that is very that uh, basically it can warp gravity. Mm-hmm. That's kind of one of the properties of this element, and that utilizing not just this element, but this element done with run through a process that they can create a fuel that allows the the vehicle to warp time space around it to where you can do those maneuvers and it doesn't have an effect on you because there's no atmosphere. There's no the gravity doesn't exist inside that. So the guys inside feel like they're not moving at all. The guys inside aren't moving at all. In fact, they're not moving at all. They're moving the space around the object, not Hmm. the object itself. It's bonkers. (laughs) Ancient aliens. (laughs) And they actually have they have video of it. Video of this thing captured. I mean, it's the most recent thing. I've been trying and trying to like find on anything to see like if it matches what I saw. I've just been looking. So there's following it, tracking it, and so it doesn't do the maneuvers you're talking about. Oh, okay. But it does do these quick, like you'll see it doing this way, and all of a sudden it'll just be like this, whoop, and it like it'll okay. just rotate on an axis, mm-hmm. like 180 degrees, and they're like that doesn't happen. Right. Like even planes, they take some time to do that kind of mm-hmm. movement, and this thing just flopped. Yep. And then it flopped again, and then it flopped again, and they're like that doesn't happen. You can't do that. Um, when you when you saw the the triangle thing, um, in Missouri, Melissa, like. Can you give us a reference point of like how far apart the the three points of light were in the sky? Like, are you talking like from tip to tip was horizon to horizon, or like if you held a like a suitcase at arm's length, was it about that size and out in the sky? There you go. Hold a He-Man figure up. (laughs) (laughs) You have action figures to choose from. Like, um, okay, so this is the suitcase. Okay, Okay. so about twenty-four inches. Yeah, it would be from here to maybe two or three suitcases, and then it would go down to maybe one and a half suitcase, Okay, and then back, because it wasn't a perfect triangle, it was like a... So almost like if, if hmm. you can, if listeners, if you can picture like, picture like holding your arms out, almost like when you're, like you're doing the YMCA dance, right. yes. if, you dun, hold, dun, if you're dun. holding out the Y from, from palm to palm, and you, and you imagine a point of light out in the sky that way and out in the sky this way... That's that's a, and 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 you know from hand to hand that's just a couple of feet. But if you're talking out in the sky, points of light, you're talking t- 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 tens of miles, dozens of miles, hundreds of miles, thousands. Uh, I mean, that's that's a that's a big craft. You don't go from well. You're, you're the surveyor, from, Eddie. <laughs> oh, now you're gonna throw it surveying on me. Okay, so <laughs> curvature of Mr. Curvature of the Earth and all this stuff. How I, big would that thing? I mean, it depends on a lot of stuff on how high. The, the more you look up. Yeah. The, the the more the distances change, you know what I'm saying? So it's like if you're looking, you know, how what was the angle on which you were looking up? And uh, it, I will say this. It is miles. It's definitely miles. And it's more than 10. And it's it's not it's not hundreds necessarily. It might be 50. 
you know. But you don't go for 50 miles no. from there to there in, a, in the blink of an eye. And when you see like a plane in the sky and it's, you know, up there and it's kind of a little light, this was a bigger, yeah. bigger light than yeah. like a plane would be if a plane was up. So it seemed to me it was closer to Earth, you know, yeah. or to the, uh, yeah, to mm-hmm. the ground than like a plane would normally be. So it wasn't as high as an airplane would no. be. But still, I mean, moving, even a UAV, and mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys, are, we've, we've all seen these, you know, drones mm. up in the sky. Those things cooking can't go as fast as a plane, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you can send, I, mean, I think the max speed on one of those drones is like, I mean, like a commercial, like, like we could buy it now, drone is like 30 miles an hour. Yeah. You're not getting from 50 miles plus instantaneous. And you're saying instantaneously, like just pew, pew. Boom. Like you, you could see, it goes, you could track it, but it yeah, was and it that stop, fast. And yeah. it would stop There's nothing. and then it would just sit there. Was it, was it a solid um, object or do you think it was one, you, what am I trying to say? Was it, was it like a big solid triangle that blocked out the other stars in the sky? Or was no. it just one point of light that was it, stopping the, on a dime? The light was stopping on a dime. Okay. And it was like a very bright, specific light that was, I mean, it would stop and sit for a little bit. And then it would go down to the next spot. And then it stop. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, ding, 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 ding. It wasn't like going that fast. It would, it would, take, its t- it would take its time once it stopped and mm-hmm. it would sit. Well, it's a very definition of a UFO. You can rule out drone. You can rule out uh, airplane. You can rule out uh, it wasn't a satellite. It wasn't a shooting star. Shooting stars can't stop on a dime, yeah. let alone repeat a triangle pattern. A pattern. Or go I mean, yeah, multiple directions. Yeah. You're running out of explanations other than entertaining the idea that that craft was not from around here well the the weird the weirdest part too was the three lights that came below it that yeah, were a different color all of a sudden. and it was one at a time bing 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 like right you know consecutively did your was your did your adrenaline kick in and like was your heart pounding at that moment or were you just like dumbfounded <laughs> yeah i was dumbfounded and i woke because i'd woken bailey up to witness it so she had witnessed it too yeah. so i know that i wasn't the only one that saw it mm-hmm <laughs> And then, yeah, just that whole thing with the drill sergeant coming over and wanting to know. And I wanted to know more, but he wouldn't. Allow deeper yeah. <laughs> investigation. So He sounded like he was in a great mood, so you don't dare ask, what kind of neat stuff have you seen out here? I know. Like we, really? <laughs> Let's talk. Tell me more. I'll it's, make the tea. It's, <laughs> it's funny you have that quick. And I'll just add this real quick. I don't want to derail us too bad. But um, I had a similar experience uh, years ago um, before we moved into this house, our old house. Um, yeah, three, four years ago, we were out on the deck and we were stargazing, just me, my youngest, and my, my wife, and we were looking at the stars. Beautiful, clear night. I mean, you could see almost every super dark. It was gorgeous. And we even at one point were tracking the space station and we could see the little, you know, as it goes. And we're like, this is so cool. And I saw what I believed to be a shooting star. I'm like, oh, look, it's a shooting star. Until it did kind of a figure eight. <laughs> and like you're saying, it was up as high as the stars. You know, so I'm up seeing what I think to be a star or a shooting star, and then all of a sudden it does a curve, comes up, and then whips back around again. Hmm. And like you're saying, the the, the, the distances you're talking about are not <laughs> – and it was a star that just decided to do this, just a figure eight. And, I forgot and, about that one. Yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, I remember. It was a long time ago you yeah. told us about that. Did it zip out of the sky when it when it, it Out of sight. It just – it literally did this, came around, did another curve, and then phew. Yep, that's how it did it. Gone. Up to the right. So and it's like a sideways figure eight. A side, so yeah, a, like a, a sideways. Sign for an, it's an infinity. Infinity yeah. symbol. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But it just did it did the motion, it came up, did it, and then just took off. And I never and I was just like, That's like that a good happened. dance move you just did. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna we'll call it paranormal dad. 
But it's like he has a lasso up here. I know. It's like infinity lasso. <laughs> but it, I mean, and it's one of those things that as it happens, you're just like, cool. And then I just went inside, you know, because it's like, what am I going to do? I'm in your car and chase it. I'm coming. <laughs> Come back. I straight up hillbilly again. It's a ghost. I know it. Put on my goggles. Get in the car seat. The dog jumps in with an eye patch. Well, here we go. <laughs> and he never oh was gosh. seen again. Yep. So, so you have another story, I think, right? I'm, I'm excited now. Is yeah. the campfire's going? This one, I think, is just a dream. Okay. But it happened a couple nights ago. Three, three nights ago. And so in my dream, I'm in a basement, and I'm with, I think, my kids. Um, and so there is a window, a small window, and I can see, like, if you look at the reflection of a TV and then that TV is reflecting the window. Okay. So I'm actually looking at the TV and from that I can see out the window and I see a UFO. So now I know they're coming for me and I tell everybody, you guys need to get ready. They're coming. They're coming. And then the next thing I know, <laughs> be nervous. well, and so I never actually see an alien, but I'm hand, I'm handed a, a child, an alien, like a hybrid baby. And it's probably two years old. And I know it's my daughter and it's you finally got a daughter. I know. Right. Hey, <laughs> like, you know, whatever it took. <laughs> but so now I'm like holding this baby and I'm actually feeling very loving towards it. And she, I can tell is feeling loving towards me and we're holding each other and it was <laughs> I woke up and I'm like, what the heck was that? <laughs> but um, it was interesting. Wow. Wow. I, it, yeah. That's that's a doozy. So hybrid, it looked kind of alien, kind of human? Yeah, it was like a mini, it was like a, a, a two-year-old, but it was like a, a small person sure. size mm-hmm. type two-year-old maybe. Mm-hmm. And the details, I guess, of the face, I can't really say right now, but it, it wasn't quite human and i knew it was a part alien part me mm-hmm. baby and a girl oh, wow. and it was she it was my daughter <laughs> what, what's interesting you know if, if if this was just a uh you know average jane sharing this story you might dismiss that but you've already had experiences with you know aliens lights in the sky so for you to have something like that, it just makes you it just makes you wonder yeah. a little bit more. Could yeah. it be more than a dream? Was it more than a dream? It, depending on how deep down the rabbit hole you want to go, but you know one of one of Pat's you know favorites, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Here's the fourth kind. Third kind. Close Encounters yeah. of the Third Kind. Great movie uh, from back in the day, and that movie kind of spoiler alert. But if you haven't seen it, it's you know, three decades yeah, old. Yeah, it's, it's out of four. Yeah. It got four released. Decades. Yeah, it got released when I was born. There you go. I think you're clear to talk about it. Yeah. So <laughs> the, Spoiler the, alert. <laughs> the movie is that, you know, the craft lands on top of Devil's Tower Devil's in Wyoming, Tower. and the aliens get out and basically, you know, show people these alien hybrid babies that are part human, part alien. Yeah, you yeah. do. I literally see goosebumps mm-hmm. on your arm. Yeah. So, I, don't know. I don't know. It could be just a dream. I think for the sake of your sleep and our sleep and everyone's sleep, we'll, we'll just say we'll it was just a dream. dream. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Woo-hoo. That was fun. That is amazing. I thank you for sharing that with us. Gosh. Welcome. Have Take- to keep us posted. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know. I think we all need to decompress and watch some cartoons before we go to bed. No mm. Marvin the Martian stuff. Not yeah. doing that. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, my gosh. Well, I guess for anybody else out there, share your stories if you'd like with us on our Facebook page and such. Well, not not just because your story needs to be heard, but just, I mean, for a person's own sanity, just yeah. to get it off your chest. You yeah. know, it's 
again, you might be surprised at, at how many other people have a similar story. And if, if we can just act as a sounding board for you, uh, I promise we'll read every email that comes in. We read every post on our social media pages. And if you've seen Weird Lights in the Sky, and you know we're always open to having future guests on the show, so it could be you. Um, contact us. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. ParanormalDads.com. ParanormalDads.gmail.com. Email link, yeah. Yeah. But thanks for having the courage to come on our kooky show here, Melissa. Yeah, yes. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, sleep tight, everyone. <laughs> Have a good time. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> sleep next to another person that you can wake up. Like a garden gnome. <laughs> and, and sleep with a garden gnome. <laughs> they, have, they, have, they have pointy Actually, edges. Actually, I, I recant. I want that fairy book back. I'm going to use that as my protective. There you, there you go. go. I want to be left alone. Yeah. <laughs> Please night. do not abduct me. <laughs> Okay. I have to pee. <laughs> Andy has to pee. Should we give a play-by-play? Here you Andy go. is going into the bathroom. <laughs> he's, going, he's going to the bathroom right now. I have a doll. Her name is Sally. And she's afraid of ghosts. <laughs> is that a Christopher Walken yeah. impersonation? Yeah, you nailed that was it. That's good. Nice. That's good. <laughs> On TV, live TV, in this... Reporter yeah. lady is talking to this little boy. He's got face paint on, and she says, "What do you like at the fair?" And the kid says, "I like turtles." She comes back. She's like, "All right, well, come on down to the fair." Oh. <laughs>